Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about what's happening in the world of hospitality. The American Hotel and Lodging Association is an organization that represents the hotel industry in North America. The AHLA reports that since the public health issue began escalating in mid-February, U.S. hotels have already lost more than $46 billion in room revenue. This figure is devastating, with hotels currently on pace to lose up to $400 million in room revenue per day based on current occupancy. Earlier this year, I attended a virtual conference of hotel owners, and in that conference, the owners talked about their forecast for the remainder of the year and the measures they had taken to protect the solvency of their businesses. Most hotel owners had assumed occupancy of 50% for the year and had assumed they would need enough cash to survive at least until September. Well, here we are in the last week of August. And last week, financial analytics firm TREP, that's spelled T-R-E-P-P, issued a report on the delinquency rate for hospitality for those hotels that have debt in the CMBS market. That's the commercial mortgage-backed securities market. The numbers are somewhat shocking. And to be clear, we're only talking about hotels that have CMBS debt. We have no reason to expect that hotels with other forms of debt would be intrinsically much better or worse shape. They should be about the same, but we don't have any hard data on that aspect. The report highlighted 10 metro areas across the United States. The New York area had about $1.5 billion in delinquent loans, representing 53 hotels and 39% of the market. The second was Chicago with $976 million in delinquent loans spread across 28 hotels and representing 54% of the hotels in that market being delinquent. Houston, $664 million of delinquent loans across 40 hotels representing 66% of the market. As a point of comparison, the delinquency rate in December of 2019 prior to the pandemic was just 1.34%. The overall lodging industry delinquency rate increased to 2.71% in April and to 19.1% in May. And today, the percentage of loans that are 30 days or more past due is at 23.4% at the end of July. This is the highest percentage on record. We've got about $20.4 billion in hotel loans that are delinquent, that is, 30 days or more past due. And at the height of the post-2008 financial crisis, there were only $13.5 billion in delinquent hotel loans. Approximately 35% of all hotel loans are on a special servicer watch list. That means they're on a short list to potentially go insolvent. So what does this all mean? It means that without a concerted assistance program from government, the entire hotel industry is poised to fall off a cliff. Some hotels were able to take advantage of the PPP loans, those are the Payroll Protection Program loans that were administered by the Small Business Administration, but these loans, they covered about 10 weeks of payroll, and they required a significant amount of the money to be spent on payroll. The actual value of these loans would have covered about four weeks of total operating expense, and we're now seven months into a pandemic with no new government assistance on the horizon. Hotels have largely not qualified for some of the other loan programs, like the Main Street Loan Program. The hotel industry employs about 4.5 million people, and we've got thousands of hotels all over the world that can't afford to pay their commercial mortgages. They're facing foreclosure, the harsh reality of having to close their doors permanently. Millions of hotel employees will lose their jobs, and the small business industries that depend on these hotels to drive local tourism and economic activity, they're going to face a similar fate. We're talking about tour operators 
They would pick up visitors by bus at the hotel, take them kayaking, whitewater rafting, or bird watching, or on countless other local experiences that are designed for tourists. We have a serious economic crisis underway and governments the world over are busy fighting over votes. This is like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic while the ship is sinking. Now, I was invited to attend a webinar tonight to discuss a new investment opportunity for a new construction hotel in San Antonio. The numbers in the projection are glowing. It's as if they forgot there's a pandemic underway. They're assuming that it's all over by the time the hotel is built and travel patterns return quickly to pre-pandemic levels. That's far from a sure thing. Why? Because the airlines are shrinking their businesses as well. If there's less air travel, then there's going to be less demand for hotel rooms. American Airlines announced yesterday the elimination of 19,000 jobs effective at the beginning of October, when the government aid to the airlines runs out. And as part of this, they've cut 15 smaller cities from their list of destinations. There are similar size cuts at all the major carriers, including United, Delta, Southwest, British Airways, Air Canada, Emirates, and the list goes on and on. So how much less air travel? Well, nobody really knows. The question is, why would an investor who wants to invest in hotels put money into a brand new construction hotel when they can probably buy any one of several thousand distressed hotels for pennies on the dollar in the not-too-distant future? And for those who truly understand the dynamics of this new emerging travel industry, there will be opportunity to make some spectacular investments but it will require some guts and some well-placed bets before the outcome is obvious. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.